Hello and welcome to Quiz Time India, India's first quiz and trivia podcast. This is your host and quiz master Aditya. Now, this is an important episode for two reasons. Of course, there is the anniversary, but primary reason, reason number one, is that this episode is part of the Pod for Change campaign. If you've been hearing the podcast of late, you must have heard me wondering out aloud about the crisis on hand. Of course, I'm talking about the COVID crisis. Well, we took the plunge and decided to start a campaign to raise money for COVID relief. I reached out to a few folks in the podcasting space, and next thing you know, we had an industry-wide campaign going live. The campaign is called Pod for Change. Idea Brew Studios, Geo Seven Podcast, Hub Hopper, IBM Podcast, Avas, EP Log, ninety-two point seven Big FM, Made in India. Indian Noir and Honza podcast these are just some of the podcasts and platforms who are taking part in the Pod for Change campaign you can join hands with us in helping in this fight against covid money donated will be used to support healthcare infrastructure purchasing of medical equipment supporting vaccination and providing relief for families in need the donations will be handled by give india our ngo partner you can go and donate at www.auwa.in/podforchange the link is in the description now i know since the podcast has been up for donations i keep telling you all to donate but this time around it is different it is not for me it is not for the podcast but it is for those who really really need it it's okay if you don't have much money lying around i mean who does it's okay if you can just donate 5 rupees even that matters and on behalf of studio 41 every donation that we received this week be it for the podcast be it for the newsletters we will be donating to the pod for change campaign remember www.auwa.in/podforchange now for the second big news which of course you would have guessed and understood by now thanks to the episode title is that quiz time india turns 1 yes One year, thirty-six episodes. I think not bad for a pandemic year. To be honest, I'm quite happy with how things have turned out. Thousands of people listen to the show every week from all across the world. Am I satisfied with it? No, but am I grateful? Absolutely. So, which is why for this episode we bring out the big guns. This time around, I have not one but twelve QMs outside of me bringing you some interesting trivia. These are people who have all featured on the show before on various episodes and all of them bring one question each and this is where it gets interesting I specifically ask them not to give out the answers well i'm being slightly cheeky over here all the answers are uploaded on a separate destination there's a link in the description that you can go to to find out the answers but i encourage you to hear the questions and then search for the answers online yes googling is allowed the idea is maybe you find something new i mean isn't that the point of the podcast or if you know the answers you can tell me how many questions were you able to crack at first go and so without any further ado welcome to quiz time india the first question of today's show is by me your humble host and quiz master here is your question 
State of Uttar Pradesh versus Raj Narayan was a landmark case in the history of Indian politics. The case was heard by Allahabad High Court. Justice Jagmohan Lal Sena gave the verdict. On one side was Indian Prime Minister Indira Gandhi, represented by Nana Boy Palkiwala. On the other end was Raj Narayan, a freedom fighter and politician. Raj Narayan opposed policies and practices of Prime Minister Indira Gandhi and stood against her in 1971 Lok Sabha elections from Raibareli. Although he suffered a defeat from her in 1971 elections, he accused Indira Gandhi of corrupt electoral practices and hence filed an election petition against her. So long story short, the court found that Indira Gandhi had utilized her position as prime minister to win the election. Post this verdict, Indira Gandhi imposed emergency. Now, Raj Narayan's case was fought by a lawyer who went on to become the next law minister in the first non-Congress government. His son, who also went on to become a lawyer, was present in the court for the trial and wrote a book called The Case That Shook India based on his notes about the case. What I want you to do is identify this father-son duo. Yes, the father who represented Raj Narayan against Indira Gandhi and the son who was present in the case who is also a lawyer in his own right. You have to identify the father and son duo. And that is the end of the road for me as your quiz master and now I'll be passing you on to your second quiz master of today's episode. The second quiz master is Bertie Ashley. Bertie was part of the podcast on the Jeans, Memes and Indiana Jones episode. I have never met Bertie before. I have never quizzed with Bertie earlier. But Bertie came to the episode, came to the podcast and with him he brought some really infectious energy which really made it a breeze to quiz with him and I totally enjoyed it. And thank you Bertie for accepting to do this on such short notice. So here is Bertie Ashley with his question. Hello all, this is Bertie Ashley and I am so glad to be back here on Quiz Time India. Congratulations on one year. Well done Aditya, glad to be back. Uh, this is Bertie who is a molecular biologist, a quiz master, a bassist and a guy who likes finding out where all good food is and where the new hotels are. But that's enough about me. Here is a question to celebrate this momentous occasion. Open the pod bay doors hall. This is an iconic line from the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey by Stanley Kubrick based on a novel by Arthur C. Clarke. This line inspired the name of a device brought out in 2001 by a famous tech company. And that eventually led to another term which is the reason I am able to ask you this question right now. So what are the two terms which we got thanks to that one line from an amazing movie? I'll repeat the line. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Congrats, Aditya. Hope to see many more such momentous occasions. So Bertie wants us to tell us the two terms. If you think you know the answers, check the link in the description to verify or else you can go Google and find out the answer. On that note, I'll be taking you to our quiz master number three. His name is Chandan Chatterjee. He was on the episode called Toys, Tires and Tom Hardy. Chandan is someone who I met through the podcast, who I 
got to interact with through the podcast he heard the podcast and he reached out and we had a bit of communication and then i had to bring him on to the show and i'm so glad he came on to the show and he with him he brought some amazing trivia so without wasting any further time the next voice that you'll be hearing will be of chandan chatterjee so stick around hi this is chandan chatterjee joining quiz time from espo in finland a country which is my adopted home for the last 10 plus years Congratulations Aditya and Studio 41 on the first anniversary of Quiz Time. I have become an avid follower of this quiz program and it is great to be back in this special anniversary edition. Aditya, you may recall I was off quizzing for a long time and I am grateful to you and your podcast for rekindling my interest in quizzing. Thank you. And congratulations once again. Now to the question of the day. The question is from history, but it is related to the contemporary events in India. Yes, it relates to the ongoing pandemic situation. You must have heard of the bubonic plague which hit Europe in 14th century. The first plague which hit in 1347 claimed over 200 million lives in 4 years. People had no idea how the disease spread, but they suspected physical proximity had something to do with it. and thus was born quarantine the plague never went away for the next 300 years europe suffered 40 cycles of the pandemic during 17th century the cities and towns appointed plague doctors to visit the infected areas and treat especially the poor people often these doctors were not qualified physicians hence they rarely cured anyone but they provided the officials with a record of death tolls and number of people infected the doctors often wore a flowing overcoat and a mask which had goggles covering the eyes and long beaks over the nose giving them a very sinister look so the question is why did they have long beaks in their masks what purpose did these beaks serve So Chandan asked us to tell him the significance of those long beaks in masks. If you know the answer, well great, let me know or else you can always go to the link in description to verify. Up next, we have Vikyat Mutiala. Vikyat is an educator and a quizzer and I had an absolute blast hosting him on the podcast. I think it was one of the first episodes which crossed the 50 minute barrier that just tells you the ease and the flow of the entire thing. I'm so glad he is back here. Last time around he was on an episode which was called Facebook Witchcraft and Donald Trump. That was a week when the American elections were happening so we had a kind of a theme going on there. So as I said earlier up next is Vikyat Mutiala. Hello everyone. This is Vikyat Mutiala. I'm an educator and a quizzer and I have a question for you today. The year is 2000. Louis Von Ahn is a PhD student at the Carnegie Mellon University. In his first semester, the chief scientist at Yahoo drops by to his university and say and talks about 10 problems that Yahoo is trying to solve that they are not able to find solutions for. Louis Wanan, who's a student at the time, a PhD student, goes home, looks at the 10 problems, tries to solve them and comes up with a solution for one of the problems. The problem was that Yahoo at the time was a great email service 
but too many spammers were taking up way too many accounts and because of that yahoo was having problems with how many emails it could allow people to send so it was hogging up a lot of the space so louis wanan came up with a solution which helped yahoo to curtail this problem he created a solution which is which is a very very important thing and still continues to play an important role and you and i would have interacted with that sometime in the near past so what is this that louis wanan created and interestingly gave away to yahoo for free thereby changing the whole internet landscape in a way the year was 2000 at carnegie mellon university the chief scientist talked about a problem the chief scientist of yahoo and louis wanan came up with a solution to handle spammers what was the solution that has changed the internet landscape So Vikyat wanted us to tell him what was the solution that has changed internet landscape. A version of this question in fact has featured on the show earlier. So if you've been a regular listener, that might just help you. If not, as I said earlier, you can just google it and let us know. Up next, who do we have? Well, we have Ashwini Natu. Ashwini in fact featured on the show quite recently on an episode called Thomas Edison Censorship and Vasipur. That was one of the episodes in which if I may say so I think I did quite well. Right? I mean, it was just one of those days where you just get lucky and you know all the answers. So I was really glad to have Ashwini come again onto the show and bring some excellent question. Also the fact that she's a podcaster, she gets extra brownie points for that. So, without any further delay, up next is Ashwini Natu. Hello, I'm Dr. Ashwini Nathu and it's great to be back again on Quiz Time India for its first anniversary episode. So, this is my question. The year is 1879 and a chemist Konstantin Falber worked at Johns Hopkins uh, University under uh, the lab of Ira Rensen. He was working on coal tar derivatives and especially on a compound called benzoic sulfamide. One day Falberg sat down for lunch and uh, he realized that his bread of his sandwich and the water from his glass was tasting different different meaning not bad but it wasn't supposed to have this taste after thinking a while falberg realized that he hadn't uh, washed his hands after working with uh, benzoic sulfamide and uh, the, this was mixing with his bread and his water and that's what was causing the taste to be different Falberg realized that this compound had a potential to be used as a substitute for something in food industry so he patented it Ira Remsen whose lab he was working in was left out of all this and soon Falberg became quite wealthy since this substance found its use in processed food as a substitute to something something which Falberg had already envisioned though it was being used in processed foods people had not yet taken to using this substance on its own as a substitute but during the world war 1 and the world war 2 it gained rapid acceptance and popularity because of the shortage of the original thing the thing that it was supposed to substitute especially that original thing used to come into the us from the caribbeans and due to the war 
they couldn't transport it from there and hence this substitute gained a lot of popularity and the popularity continued in the 1960s and 70s as a healthier a low cal option for the diet conscious people now there has been a lot of debate and a lot of um, opposing studies as to the uh, risks of this substance on the human body and some have claimed that it increases the risk of bladder cancer and something some sort of things but it has never been conclusively proven and now there are many other substances like this one which uh, have the same use and some of these substances are also plant based now but this one is still popular and it was the first one to be invented as this kind of substitute so what substance am i talking about so benzoic sulfamide is the chemical compound name but uh, what is the common name that we know this substitute substance by and that was ashwini's question what substance is benzoyl sulfamide commonly known as answers in the description and up next we have dayanand prabhu dayanand is a college mate of mine we have actually quizzed together and he was on the podcast on an episode called maestros caribbean and demi moor so without any further delay here is dayanand's question hello everyone my name is dayanand and i'm so glad to be on the show again i love uh, anything that's got to do with history evolution and science and technology so panini was a sanskrit scholar who lived somewhere between the 6th or the 4th century bc and he was known for a treatise that he wrote called asthyadhyayi and what this uh, treatise dealt with was sanskrit grammar right he was a linguist and today he his genius is appreciated by uh, linguists world over but uh, the work that panini did in today's world in today's technology and the study of panini's work led to a rumor right which is actually pretty rampant on social media right so what rumor was spread because of uh, learning panini's uh, treatise so that's the audience question from my side that was dayanand's question he wanted us to find out which rumor was spread regarding panini's treatise and with that i bring you to the next quiz master that is kunal mandal kunal was on the show on an episode called mind geek elon musk and the case of creepy will i think a lot of you know kunal he's an excellent quiz master and excellent quizzer but he is an excellent podcaster too again like ashwini that gets you bonus points so i won't waste any time and we shall dive right into kunal's question Hi everyone my name is Kunal Mandal and I am an entrepreneur and podcaster I'm also the co-founder of Gyan Space a quizzing and gamification startup you can follow us at the rate gyan space on Instagram or Twitter it's g y a n s p a c e I hope all of you are safe and sound my question for all of you is niosh n i o s h is the united states federal agency responsible for conducting research and making recommendations for the prevention of work related injury and illness 
one of the ratings given by Niosh has off late been in the news. I'm looking for that rating that Niosh gives, which is a United States federal agency. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And till we meet again, stay happy, stay safe and stay curious. Take care. So tell me what rating was Kunal telling us about? If you think you know the answer, you can verify the link with the answers is in the description. And up next is Manas Deep. Manas Deep featured on the show called Chennai Wildlife and Raj Kumar Rao. I must say I am incredibly grateful of Manas for being on the show. In fact, it was the second time around when he came onto the show that we finally got to record. He was on the show earlier once, but due to some technical glitch, we lost an entire recording. Yeah, almost one hour of recording was lost, but he was kind enough to come to the show again and we recorded an entirely new episode. And that is which the episode was, Chennai Wildlife and Rajkumar Rao. So Manas, thank you so much for joining the podcast. And thank you so much for coming back again and to ask us another question. So here is Manas's question. Hello to the Quiz Time India audience. I am Manas Deep here from Pune. Some of you might have heard an earlier podcast episode wherein Aditya is kind enough to have invited me to ask the questions. Hope you and your family members are doing well in these uh, rather difficult times. Today, I come to you with a question that has its origins in the Olympics. The question is about something that we would encounter almost on a day-to-day basis on in our regular non-pandemic affected lives. So here's the story behind the question. In the 1928 Olympics held at Amsterdam, many people visited the city which caused a lot of headache for the city council. This was because the city didn't have space for managing so many vehicles entering into it. There was one site located near the stadium. But obviously it wasn't enough with respect to the demand that was getting created. And hence the Amsterdam City Council suggested other sites in the city as well, which doubled the uh, capacity of uh, vehicles that could be stationed there. Although this solved the capacity problem, this also led to the rising of another problem, which was how to guide people to these specific sites. Now to answer that problem, the council along with people of Amsterdam came up with a solution. They came up with blue cup panels with a letter of the English alphabet in the middle. This kind of a sign would guide the athletes, the officials and the audiences to the sites where they could finally station their vehicles and then enjoy the games uninterrupted without having to fear about what happened, how would they find their way back and all. This sign was so simple and effective that it has remained so till today as an international sign. What exactly are we talking about? That's it from me, Manasdeep, signing off on QuizTime India. Thanks. And that was Manasdeep speaking about an international sign. Up next, who do we have? We have Ishita Das. She was on the show on an episode called Nizam, Bengal and Madhuri Dixit. Again, one of those people with whom I really enjoyed quizzing. The trivia was excellent and especially the choice of topics was brilliant too. And I can't wait for you guys to check out what questions she's got for you. It literally blew my mind when I came to know the answer of it. Without any further delay, here is Ishita Das coming up. 
Hey Aditya, congratulations to QTI for its first birth anniversary and thanks for inviting me to share a question with the audience. This is Ishita Das, an ex-senior manager at Genpact, replunged into the quizzing circuit again as a quizzer and quizmaster during the lockdown last year. Since my favorite genre is fashion and lifestyle, I have a question for the audience on the same. My question is as follows. Originally produced by the Union Carbide Corporation, this is a type of reinforced plastic composite material specially used for marine applications. It has good tensile strength, high abrasion and is flame resistant. As it is easily dyed, it is also used to fabricate wigs. Uh, my question is, identify this material. In 1968, which designer used this fabric? which he marketed with a nomenclature close to his name to make a collection of heat-molded dresses. So two questions. First is identify the material. Second is in 1968, which designer used this fabric, which he marketed with a nomenclature close to his name to make a collection of heat-molded dresses. Thank you so much. And once again, congratulations QTI. Hmm, so what is this material that Ishita was talking about? While you figure out that answer, I will introduce our next quiz master. Up next, we have Sai Ganesh. Sai was on the show on an episode called Disney Django and Miss India. Sai is from Team 9. The ones behind India wants to know a panel quiz show. Clearly, by a long margin, I think one of the better quiz shows that we have running in the country. I have attended quite a few of their sessions. I'm sure a lot of our listeners would have done too. So it's no surprise that Sai came in and expectedly brought some amazing cracking trivia with him. I'm looking forward for you guys to crack this one. This is a good one. Over to Sai. Hello everyone. My name is Sai Ganesh and I'm from team number nine and India wants to know India's first panel quiz show. I hope all of you are staying safe I would like to take this opportunity to congratulate Aditya and QuizTime India on their first year anniversary. It's been a fantastic run so far and I wish them all the best for the future. Here's today's question. Words such as chocolate, masculine, charisma, blossom, action and damsel are all referred to as kangaroo words. What is the reason why they are called kangaroo words or what is a kangaroo word? I'll repeat the question. Words such as chocolate, masculine, charisma, blossom, action and damsel are all types of kangaroo words. What are kangaroo words or what is common to all these words? And that was Sai Ganesh with a really interesting question. If you know the answer, it's amazing. If you don't, please go to the link in the description. The answers are right there. And our next quiz master is Dilak Shah. Now, Dilak is someone with whom I have worked before. We have hosted quizzes together. We have uh, attended quizzes together. He was on the show on an episode called Denmark, Dylan and Deja Vu. Some alliteration there points to me for that. But you get points if you answer this question that Dilak brings to you. So pay attention. Hello to all the Quiz Time India listeners. I hope you're doing well and safe. My name is Tilak Shah. I'm the founder of Ace of Pubs, India's largest quizzing company. And I remember my time very fondly uh, while coming on the podcast and having a great chat with Aditya. 
very happy to be a part of this special occasion of the podcast celebrating one full year congratulations to everybody who's been on it and to those working on it i have one question for our listeners right now this is an exhaustive list of something achieved by the following corporate leaders i'm going to share a list of 3 corporate leaders and i would request you all for an answer for the fourth one what is the common connect the first one is brandon tartikoff the programming head of nbc in the year 1983 george steinbrenner the owner of the new york yankees something uh, on this list that he did in the year 1990 donald trump former potus and wwe hall of fame something that he did in 2004 and 2015 remember this is an exhaustive list of corporate leaders you need to identify x for something that he or she did in the year 2021 thank you once again and good luck everybody well well that was the lux question and up next is abhinav das gupta abhinav is someone whose quizzes i have in fact attended but we never got to interact properly he is part of the bombay quiz club i was part of the bombay quiz club well that was until we had live quizzes but it was really amazing for him to come on to the podcast and he had a crazy theme going on on the show so if you want to check that out you can go to the episode called koala's journalism and captcha that was the episode which featured abhinav das gupta and with that i hand you over to abhinav for an really really interesting question with the interesting twist in the tale listen carefully Hi this is Abhinav Das Gupta and uh, I'm part of the Bombay Quiz Club. Uh heartiest congratulations to my friend Aditya Mattu and Quiz Time India on completion of one year of operations. It's been an honor to be part of Quiz Time India. I appeared uh, on the podcast in November, had a great time exchanging questions with Aditya as well. So uh here's my question for all of you today. Uh this concerns an aria, you know, song in an opera. called uh, Umbel di Vedremo right it's in italian and it's from an opera called Madame Butterfly by Giacomo Puccini and a lot of famous sopranos like Maria Callas and Renata Tebaldi and all these others have sung it right very very well known song so and in in the opera what you see is that the person who's singing this aria eventually goes on to die by suicide right So with all of this that you know tell me in which scene from a bollywood film in the late 2000s right so 2008 9 10 kind of period do you hear this particular aria in the background when a certain scene is playing out and it's a pretty intense scene so you may not sort of notice immediately that the song that's playing uh is this particular piece from uh, madam butterfly but if you listen very carefully that's what's kind of happening right remember that it's a song uh where the person who's singing eventually ends up dying by suicide so let me know in which scene from which movie do you hear this particular piece playing in the background right which bollywood movie uh do let me know your answers so thanks once again aditya and quest time india and look forward to being back on the podcast soon thank you 
एंड इसी के साथ पारी की समाप्ति के नजदीक पहुंचते हुए द लास्ट क्विज मास्टर इज राजीव राय राजीव इज एन एस क्विजर He's been part of the Bombay Quiz circuit, and I was really, really fortunate to be able to get him to come onto the show. And of course, expectedly, he brought some amazing questions and amazing fundas, amazing trivia with him. It really makes me happy that he took out the time to send in a question for this special episode, the last question of today's episode. And again, once again, if you know the answers, great. If you don't know the answers, it's right there in the description. There's a link. You can go through all the answers there. So without any further ado this is your last quiz master Rajiv Rai Hello this question comes to you from Rajiv Rai based out of Bombay I love quizzing I've been doing it for the last 30 years I love taking part as well as setting questions and I've done that across the country and also in a few places in Southeast Asia like Hong Kong Singapore So I hope you'll enjoy this question that I have specially for you. The International Cricket Council (ICC) implemented this rule change for limited over matches on October the 1st, 2012. In the next 7 years, the rule was used only twice. It was used for the first time in IPL 2014, 2014 match played between Rajasthan Royals and Kolkata Knight Riders in Abu Dhabi in the league stage. In October 2019 this rule was changed. What rule are we talking about? And with that we come to the end of our questions and of the episode. Let us know how many did you folks get right? Drop us a message at @quiztimeindia on Facebook and Instagram or @podcaststudio41 on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And remember to read our newsletters Studio forty one at substack dot com or sports quota at substack dot com. The answers once again are available in the description. Whichever app you're listening to the podcast on, just head over to the description, the show notes, and the answers will be there. So, on that note, this is me Aditya signing off. Thank you so much for joining me for one year, and hopefully to many more. Cheers.